0: Are we streaming? I don't know yet. Are you guys gelling? I don't see anything.
1: 315-997. Yeah. That's my we're secret out. code.
0: Oh, I, I got an alert. Oh, yeah. We got the ding ding. We are there. <laughs> Steve Murky. Let's, do this, Let's do
1: this. Already? Yeah. Keep chomping at the bit. Hold on. I'm I'm posting um I'm clobbing.
0: One of us is beautiful, the rest are sort of not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, I've and got that's my awesome. new
2: I've got my new bezel up here.
0: Oh yeah, sorry, it looks really good. I was uh, that's what I was talking about the whole time. There's a woman's butt on it. <laughs> what? Your new bezel has a woman's butt. What's with you and woman's butts? I, I'm just saying, there's a butt. Your last week's news article is all about a woman's butt too.
2: No, last week's news article is about some guy meeting his wife in an arcade. <laughs> she just happens to be the. But master of Japan.
0: <laughs> you sure you don't want to rephrase that, Laddie? Hey, that's her words, not mine. Is anybody else thirsty? I gotta get. It. I'll be right back.
2: This can be the sure. tiebreaker. Identify the bezel.
1: Ah, uh, let me get. Let me look at your uh, video a little closer here, since I have access. Uh, let's see. Is that a space shuttle? Nope. Uh oh oh. I was looking through the bezel at whatever's on the other side of it. It's a a lamp with two little statues. I'm like, what's happening?
2: Give you a little bit better view
1: there. Ladybug? No. Is it a universal bezel? It is universal. Mm. Cosmic alien? No.
2: It is a cheeky mouse. Oh.
3: Mm, Really?
2: Cheeky.
1: So you've got. I'll grab it. (laughs) Watch him drop it, turn it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, can see, hmm. I can read your laptop now. What's in the middle there? Is there just a sticker? It's tape. Oh, tape. So, you know, just the mice all over, naked lady, you know. That looks good. What, um, Who produced? Universal. No, I mean, uh, is it a replica or a uh, an original? No, it's an
2: original. It's flaking a bit, but, I mean, it was 20 bucks, and when the hell are you ever going to find a cheeky mouse bezel?
1: I don't know. Just make sure you... Sure, that's good. Yeah, oh.
2: it's it got quite a bit of flaking. Like somebody who was trying to restore a game would look at this and go, ah, 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 but it's scannable, you could reproduce it off this.
0: Milestar, hey, nice to have you back, buddy. Milestar, by the way, I need to buy a uh, Monaco GP uh, tachometer. So, could you put one aside for me, please? <laughs> I know they're Paul fifty-five says, bucks or something, but I want it.
2: Paul says he's got a cheeky PCB at home. I wonder where I got the bezel.
0: Oh,
1: that reminds me, uh, Brian. Do you personally have access to those kitty Ramas? Yes. And um, have you sold any?
2: No.
0: <laughs> he's let like, let the bidding begin. He's like, thanks for busting me out on the show. No, I'm
2: so I'm picking them up tomorrow.
0: And are they coming from
1: where I think they're coming from? Are uh, they a different source?
2: Well, so the the person who made the Kitty Rama site? Yes.
1: Yes, yes. No, Chase he, Seven was his name?
2: He doesn't own them, uh, but the oh. person he got them from is where I'm getting
0: them.
1: Oh, okay. Oh.
0: So. Well, uh, gentlemen, uh, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, Billy. Billy, we were just talking about you, buddy. Hey, J- Jen. Billy Seven is in yeah. here. He's a Moldorama guy. There he goes.
3: Oh, there you go. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, it's
0: my puppy. I'm, I said hi. Hello, puppy. He can hear you.
2: Oh, hi, oh, hey, Billy. He was there when um, I picked this up, actually, at Summit.
0: Hey. Magical. Yeah, apparently they had a moldorama thing down at Free Play, Florida. Uh, so. Oh, my if, if he doesn't recall i
3: mean cuz so many people came through i hope he was happy with it um
0: i don't know if he was there i think at the there, end of the day they a...
3: were like about they made about 1800 in donations i want to say wow um and um if he doesn't know who i am or if he doesn't remember i was the one that talking about the coin op warehouse sales of them not too long ago with them so all
0: right nice let's roll out the carpet get this thing on track what do you think roll up the carpet
4: all right KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is
1: Arcade Radio. This is gonna be a good one.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
4: Intruder Woo. alert! Intruder <laughs> alert! Beware I live. A
5: opponent.
0: Hello, and welcome to season four, episode four of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, November 28th, 2019, and the time is now approximately 7.23 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Sphere. This is your host, Adam Thanksgiving-Drome. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Time Runner shields and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and professional three-hour phone misplacer, Brian Thurston Howell Third, And tonight... Returning guest, who first joined us way back in season one, arcade collector extraordinaire, the knower of the secret hiding places where all the good games are, and arcade aficionado—it's none other than Ms. Jen May. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, <coughs> <laughs> that was anticlimactic. Maybe we should try that again.
1: I can still see the stain on my
0: shirt. I got this Thanksgiving day stain on my shirt. This is from just some other This is a different stain. <laughs> just take it off. Go ahead, Mark. Take it off.
1: I haven't shaved my chest, I can't.
0: We're going to have a little <laughs> Just throw a little sex into the show right away. We're going to just take it all off. Take Let's it see off. See how you many viewers we off? lose?
3: You take yours off, I'll take
0: mine
1: off. All right. Now it's getting interesting. <laughs> what is she
0: drinking? Because I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> you bring a woman on this show and everything goes to shit. I love it. All right. <laughs> this
1: mustache must be working.
0: Okay. I just, Where are we? And Jen has the distinction of being the first woman to be on our show. So. And the last, no. yes. and the last after and tonight, tonight this will be a everybody. She's
2: bookending it, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. boom.
0: <laughs> this, uh, yeah, We're, well, we generally try to run a very sexist show, so I'm sorry you're here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Enough of that. So, uh, what has everybody been working on? Okay, Jen, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to temper your answer here because. We wanted to talk about the, the, a little bit about this more in the show, but why don't we start okay. with uh, what like you're working on in the hobby right now, and Jen, why don't you kick us off?
3: Uh, so right now on my own personal restores, I'm starting on a Roadrunner, um, having Mike Alman out of North Carolina designing some custom artwork that I'm making up for me. So that one's coming out, and then I got um, a Blades of Steel I'm restoring that I took to the show which anything and everything that could happen to go wrong with it did. So I got to get that one going. And then on top of that, I'm working for John with restoring his games. And then also I got put in charge with a lot of stuff for free play, which we'll touch on. So.
0: Oh, nice. All right, cool. Uh, Mark.
1: All right. So let's see. I've recovered from the Houston Arcade Expo. <laughs> I, uh, I, got a, I picked up a Crystal Castles, and I played it actually for the first time in my garage two days ago. And one of the two Pokies sounds like it's near death, and so I ordered some FPGA Pokies from uh, that place. Uh, I can't think no, of them, po- but we'll, we'll plug one? them later.
0: Pokey one, yes, okay. yes.
1: Hot Rod is selling Hot Rod them. Arcade. That's them,
0: correct?
3: Chris Royalty. <clears throat> good
0: times. They're they're uh, they're as expensive as a new old stock, so. but but they're they work so good. I just drop
1: them in. No worries. It's it's yeah. good times. Um, what else? My uh, moving games into storage. Oh, yes. Do another. Oh, did I, did I just disconnect?
0: Yeah, that's all right. We're used to so it. My back? Yeah. 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 No.
1: <laughs> I, t- I touched something. I shouldn't have touched it. I didn't, I'm moving it. my office into my old bedroom, and that's it. Okay.
0: Sweet. Uh, Brian. I had to work on stuff.
2: Well, um, let's see. I don't know that I'm working on much, although I did just set up a deal to pick up uh, three kitty ramas. So I'm grabbing two with cedar shake roofs and one just kind of without the cedar shake roof, and then a ton of artwork and extra pieces, top signs, all sorts of other stuff for those. So one of the things I'm going to be trying to do is scan all of that in. I don't think anybody has all of that artwork scanned because they're not very common. And uh, I'm going to have, th- I already have a kitty rama, so I'm going to have. Three kitty ramas for sale shortly.
0: Sweet. That sounds great. It should be fun. <clears throat> Let's see. What have I been working on? Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, what what have I what have I? Oh, I got a new game. I got a Super Strike bowling. But Mark is not here to to get excited. I'm not back? Where are you?
1: Oh, I think my video's off. hold on a minute. Nah. <laughs> How about, how about this?
0: <laughs> there, that's, there. Whoa! Is it fixed? Magic. <laughs> Magic. Like, you should have left it like that, because it was like, you're <laughs> totally gone. and you're Did just, I look? Like, your voice was going. Look- oh. <laughs> it was great. Bummer. So I got a Super Strike bowling, and the thing is in mint condition. Although I did find a, a mouse carcass in it. He de- he de- dehydrated. Aw. Mm, like, the... Did- it's like somebody stuck him in a Ronco dehydrator, and he just was perfect—the tail and everything. I posted mm-hmm. pictures.
1: One time, I found one in the vent above my oven. That was awesome. Oh, <laughs> gross!
0: Anyway, so I got that. Uh, found two dollars and seventy-five cents inside. A couple of uh, air hockey pucks. Uh, uh, I found a. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I found a uh, dry erase marker that still worked. And a tag for uh, dollhouse wallpaper for a dollar seventy nine. I don't. I, how? I I have questions. I have questions. Okay. But,
2: you, you suspected this. Like, sat in a church for a while, didn't you?
0: Well, it wasn't a church. It wasn't a church. And then for the last eight or nine years, it's been in this guy's house. But it's immaculate. I mean, it's Super Strike Bowling, so it's like. I mean, it wasn't super popular or anything. Came out in nineteen ninety. I think this one was made in ninety two. So. You know, you should it's maim- cool.
2: You should, uh, oh, shouldn't name it.
0: And just hold on a sec.
2: I
1: did you bring one of your balls in?
2: <laughs> I Got something cool. They're in a jar.
0: They're in the other room. Yeah. Uh, all right. I made T-shirts. All right. Oh,
2: this it, is cool.
0: So I made these uh, limited edition Pac-Man Fever Buckner and Garcia instrumental uh title strip i got the so jen picked up a 45 i wonder
3: where that idea came from yeah hmm.
0: and uh and I, hmm. and I and i was reminded hey i need a title strip so then i i went and searched and found a colorized version and then i vectorized it and i said well, why should I should make some t-shirts so i made a few of those uh and i'll send one to you jen if you want one.
1: Oh,
3: thank you
0: oh. yeah and i also made these mugs that have the exact same thing on them so super exciting I don't know. They might good, make like good. What's in the juke prizes?
2: That's true. They make good
0: So, if anybody was interested in winning one of those, uh, Billy, I'll I'll get one of those to you too. I might have to make a second run of the shirts because they they people like them. I'm, I sent one to Jerry Buckner too. Called him up and he seized the little shirt. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I know what you're thinking, Jen.
3: <laughs> I need. Where's my ten percent
0: royalties? Oh, man, <laughs> I well the, you, thing, I, the No, I actually only-
3: I actually bought a game a long, long time ago, and th- those strips were in the bottom of that game. And I I took them out and I I put them um, on a shelf in storage. And when I was getting stuff ready for free play, I came across them and I was like, "Holy crap! I forgot about these." I posted the picture. And then Jerry was at free play for the all of 45 minutes, which I didn't get to run into him. So I was a little a little upset,
0: but that's
3: that's where those came from is how ironic. How I've
0: how got his was. number. If you want it, you can call him to give him a piece of your mind.
3: <laughs> I'm friends with him on Facebook, but I
0: don't know. It's way better to <laughs> so call. you like, hey, this is Jen. Uh, yeah. Where were you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't at your table where we had your name on there, you know? Like, what? <laughs> You were May- not. No, we didn't even. He was. He was uh, there on behalf of Walter with the trading card thing. So it really oh. wasn't our deal. So
0: okay. Well, um, we can't really complain. You just have to make make it revolve around him next time, and he'll be like, mm. "I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it." Yeah. So yeah. Speaking of that, there's
3: already too much ego there, so though with, um, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with 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 uh, with Billy. Um, oh God. So we, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> We can't have that much ego in one building.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good times. Nice. Good nice. times. <laughs> hey, how about some news?
5: Uh-oh.
0: Good evening. The News, arcades, pinball industry alumni, arcade openings, collecting, celebrities, world record holders, operators, coin op, conventions, new products and gadgets, gamers, the arcade news. I'm Brian McFaul, I'm Adam Stevens. We interrupt the panel, and now the arcade news with Brian McCloud.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the arcade news. So, we have three quick news articles today. The first one of which is, surprise, surprise, Black Friday sales are hitting the one-up cabinets. The funny thing about this is that uh, the same (laughs) article is posted in multiple places, advertising the machines cheaper at Walmart, Best Buy, but it's the same article. And the prices are all the same listed to everyone. But if you were thinking of getting a one-up cabinet for whatever reason... To throw off a roof. They're on sale. (laughs) So if you wanted to have an arcade One Up bonfire, this is the time to stock up on wood. Um, Interestingly enough, the I mean it's it's a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars off. It's kind of interesting. I mean they've really got the asteroids machine down to one hundred fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, that's been that's been that way for a couple. You know what? I don't know about you guys, but it's pissing Mm -hmm. me off. Uh, The arcade One Ups didn't originally piss me off that much, but now they're pissing me off. Basically because all of my searches end up turning Mm up ninety percent One Up. Arcade crap. So I have to filter all my searches. And I'm you have just... to
1: remove... What do you do? Uh, one and up or one up or...
0: <laughs> it's just... It's pain in the ass. I don't know.
3: It's not Maybe. pissing me off because I don't get my deals off of Craigslist and Facebook. So, I
0: mean, they just come to me. So I don't care. Oh, about them. oh wow. Oh, that's well, why we have you on. Right. Badass. That's why we have you on. So we can feel bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, for us, for us regular people...
0: Yeah, for people that don't just magically receive games like in the middle of the night. Oh, I don't know, Home Association, why there's 50 games that just showed up in my lawn. <laughs> uh,
3: I gotta, I gotta fly out to an undisclosed location here in a couple of weeks and pick up about 20 free arcade games. So there's that.
0: Oh um, boy, everybody
1: Jesus. stick out there, bragger?
0: Just a bragger. Did <laughs> you did you get, did you get so, beat up in in school a lot? Because I. Yeah, me?
1: I do know. Oh, you're talking to Jen.
0: <laughs> Mark's like, yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, define beat up. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, like you know, little bruise here and there wasn't so bad. Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, me one. I used to, I used to get the girls to chase me around. The... <laughs> anyway, moving on.
2: Moving on in the news. Uh, For those of you who haven't seen, a Stern release did a re-release of the Star Wars pinball machine with the comic art. The comic art is uh, artwork done by Randy Martinez, who's been illustrating for over 30 years, receiving countless accolades for his work per the Stern website, which, of course, is lauding Randy as a great artist. Although, I got to say, so I have a Star Wars pinball, and I love the artwork on the the cartoon version. Yeah. Um, Have you guys seen this? I mean, have you seen the...
0: Yeah, I saw this ad, and I'm really excited about it, too, because I don't have a Star Wars pinball. But I really like uh, the original Marvel Comics, which is what this is based off of. It's uh, So it's really cool-looking comic art. And uh, they've made a few T-shirts with the same type of artwork on it that are cool. They have, like, the covers of the comics and stuff. But this is a little bit more than that, so go out and Google, uh, I don't know, what is it, comic rap? I don't know.
2: No, it's just the Star Wars uh, Star Wars Stern, Star Wars Pinball Comic Edition, yeah. and it'll pop up. It's There's pretty old, sweet. only a standard and a premium version standard. It's the regular standard of premium prices, or the pro and the premium, like 6000 and 7600 They are not doing an LE in this one, is my understanding. Hmm. And finally, um, I so one of the local uh, ops was down at IAPA uh, a few weeks ago, which was down your way, Jen. Yes. Um, And he was talking about a bunch of the stuff that was down there. Uh, There's a lot more virtual reality stuff. He said there's this really kind of neat virtual reality foosball table, which I thought was kind of interesting. But one of the Mm -hmm. things I thought we could talk about tonight briefly uh, in the news was the Hot Wheels King of the Road arcade game, which is based on Wyatt Bushnell's. Uh, King of the Road, that he debuted at the 2-Bit Circus uh, and was getting a little bit of attention, didn't have licensing, and they recently have licensed the Hot Wheels theme and then taken it over to um, a six-player... I guess the original one was eight-player, but now it's a six-player model that showed up at IAPA and allows you to race Hot Wheels cars down this track. I, I don't want to take anything away from the game, but it looks kind of somewhat similar to Mario Kart, but instead of sitting in your individual cars... You're kind of all standing next to each other, racing down these Hot Wheels tracks. Have you guys seen the videos of this or the the uh, previews of it?
1: Uh, no. Yeah. I...
2: no. So it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's designed as a redemption game, um, but you're going along and it's, it's got a number of power-ups and other things. It actually looks like a lot of fun. It looks like one of those games that, uh, you know, back to like Sprint 8 or these other games where you kind of have everybody standing there around the machine playing. Um, as opposed to the the newer drivers where you're all separated out so um i i'm interested to see what they do with it i also i mean the funny thing is i guess it was a minor game not really getting a ton of attention until hot wheels actually jumped on the thing and now it's got the same title king of the road but it's got this nice hot wheels branded logo on the top so
0: i like hmm. yeah i'll check it out i it's feel the need cool. the need for speed
1: Okay, Maverick. <laughs> what is, is your monitor too bright? What's happening over there?
0: <laughs> I, I just ah, this, LCD. The, about, can you can you read the screen off my glasses? Does this mean we're
1: about to eject
0: him? Yes, yeah, so I can see the
1: porn he's watching also. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. That tie, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, tie, boys this. can't quite make it out. <laughs> 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 you fuckers. Uh,
2: and that is it for the news tonight.
0: All right. Oh, I hope my mom's not listening. My language is so awful. Just hi, awful. Mom. Oh, hi mom. <laughs> Your mom is in the chat. Oh, that's it for the
4: news? Okay. Back in 82. I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back back to, to the, the cave, cave. with Time with. Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull?
1: Why yes, Doc, there is. Back in 82, you could throw a quarter into a coin s- slot. Messed up. <laughs> and play some games. Uh, let's listen in to this recording of a 1980s news segment. This is a different one, mind you, from our previous uh, shows. And uh, we'll play it until uh, either Adam gets bored or it gets boring, whichever happens first. In
4: 1978, a new Japanese machine appeared on American shores. Although it looked innocent enough, this machine turned out to have some unusual powers. It kept kids mesmerized for hours, made teenage boys forget about girls, and even (laughs) caused business executives to skip the three martini lunch. You can drink three martinis at once. Space Invaders, and it became so popular that it inspired a song, fan clubs, tournaments, song. and even caused a serious shortage of coins in Japan. Space Invaders prompted a video game revolution in the United States as more than 30 computer and electronics companies started designing new games and competing for our quarters. In 1980, Americans spent $3.3 billion playing video games, That's more money than the total combined budgets for the cities of Chicago, Boston, Washington, Dallas, and Cincinnati last year. Who's playing the games? Your mom. If you go to any arcade, you're likely to see people of all ages. But game manufacturers tell us that the overwhelming Uh majority, about 85%, of all the players are teenage males. Well... Oh, TV shocking news,
2: news. <laughs> you got some candy come on down Peter Griffin
1: I can't do it I don't know where this article is going I never got past this point either so <laughs>
0: well good that's time. good times though I love these videos we, I'm, we're just going to put this in the chat so people can watch it if they want to
1: I did not know there was a Space Invaders song. That must have been not good. <laughs> yeah. We'll try to find it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see if we can find it real quick. I mean, it, it's got to be on YouTube, right? Space yeah, Invaders somewhere. song? Song. Yeah.
1: 1980, maybe? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I, you found it?
0: I, well, here's one that... Oh, here, Player One Space Invaders hosting... Uh-huh. No, no, it's not... <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. uh, it would have been like 1979, right? Yeah, yeah. Uncle right, Vic, Space Invaders, Nineteen 1970- seventy okay. okay, let's try this. All right, here we go. Uh, this guy's queuing up his uh, actual 45 on his Newmark turntable, and uh, no way. Yeah, and he's dropping the tone arm right now. Let's see uh-huh. what this thing sounds like. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't remember hearing this. This guy's slow. Here we go. Uncle Vic.
5: Hi, Uncle Vic. (laughs) That's a teenage (laughs) boy,
0: So far, this is a crappy song. Wow.
1: (laughs) Wow. Play this in my El Camino.
0: It's tricky and low, it's a mean machine There's lots of them and one of you
3: Yes Sounds like Oscar the Ground.
0: When the walls are gone, they'll get to you Is there a ball? He's hooked, his brain is cooked
4: He's hooked, he's hooked, his brain is cut.
0: Okay, I gotta get that 45 I have to get that 45 Good <laughs> Now
3: you have a stain on your shirt
0: Mark spewed
1: I'm fine
0: <laughs> mm. Oh my mm. gosh! <clears throat> well, that was fun. Um, yeah, that was good. We times. Comment
1: we comment on the article. Yeah, we talked about that thing and then
0: yep, the and three
1: martini the- lunch. Yep, that was.
0: Do they uh, still do that? That was a thing in the seventies, I think. Really, and in the eighties, I think
3: it's like three Jack and Coke lunches now.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's yeah. Classy. It is what. Yeah. I'm gonna I tell my boss. I don't think you got a
3: lunch. You just keep it at
0: your desk. That's right
1: I work from home so that'll be three martini
0: (laughs) I'm just gonna drink them all at the same time One bottle lunch (laughs) Yeah Start in the morning and finish at night Adam let's
1: Let's move on to that question that we all ask ourselves At one point in our lives Which is
0: What's what's in in the juke? juke Oh yeah What's in the juke
1: Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we play a tiny little part of a song, and you have to guess the title and the artist. If you're able to guess one of those, you get half a point. Half point. If you're able to guess both, you'll get a full point. Full point. That's correct. And while I'm sitting here, Siri has now been activated and is now typing everything I'm saying. Hopefully, (laughs) it stops soon. Please stop, Siri. (laughs) <laughs> she says i'm not sure i understand okay back to this game we're playing Ha-ha. <laughs> adam could you please cue up the first song okay
5: <laughs> what
0: the hell? is that enough do you think i love that song better be Karate Champ. No, it's not it. Damn, Billy Seven
1: pulls it out!
0: About Top Rock. I think we're going to have to give that to him. Yeah, I think Well, we always get banned for ACDC songs.
1: Okay, so that's enough.
2: (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) The funny thing is, Billy writes. About top rock, and then corrected about, which was <laughs> spelled correct.
1: <laughs> 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 Emphasis on the about. <laughs> so, Billy.
0: <laughs> rip on in the fridge.
1: And Billy just Myles. got a, point.
0: a full point. Is that right? Miles
1: starts ready for the next one. Correct. All right.
0: All right, here we go. Here's the next track.
1: These are Thanksgiving songs, Andy Baldwin. <laughs> Damn it, that's the name of the song.
0: Somebody has to type it in though. That's good like Mark was trying to obfuscate the tune by yelling over it. <laughs> Duck Boys Jennings. No, Duck Boys is not correct. Dukes of Hazard, I'm gonna accept Arcade Jason. Uh it is Dukes of Hazard. It actually is also Thanks. called Good Old Boys, I think. I, I think that, but Dukes of Hazard will accept. And then should we give. Uh, does we really
2: get the points for Jennings.
0: I think. I think we should give him Jennings. Don't you think? Is that yep. good enough? We, I mean, is it Bruce? Bruce Jennings? Bruce Jenner? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What's all that racket? Okay. Uh, so a half point. Half point. I was trying to figure out. I was about to yell at somebody. Half point for. Archie uh, Jason. RK, okay. Half point. So half K- point Jason. for both those guys, right? Right. Okay. Uh, Next song. Next song. Good luck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jen's friend made this song.
0: (laughs) Just a hint. That's just a little hint. Uh, the only
1: seven. I agree. It did nine
0: sound Nine to like five. That. Oh. oh my gosh. Yeah. It does sound a little bit like it. Yeah. Froggy. Frogger. No. Nope. <laughs> Buckner. Mm, I'm not even going to accept that because it's not just Buckner. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Man, I can't believe that. I hope. Okay. Jason. Block
4: your magic, twang or Froggy.
0: So, RK Jason gets uh, half a point. Does. What the heck is that? Somebody opened like a, a can, can of pop. Uh pop yeah. in this, point, in this in the RK Jason's got the Froggy yeah.
1: and the smile.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Froggy's lament. Uh, so I, we'll just leave it a half point there. Okay, okay. Here comes yeah. the track. That's enough of that. Ah, uh, I know mean, it's good. Yeah, it is good. But it's a a really good tune. Uh, The Police, Mike Page. Uh, And do-do-do-da-do-da. Do-do-do-da-da-da. Okay, Andy Uh, Baldwin is closest, I think.
1: All right, I'll say that. You're correct.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're all correct. It's do-do-do-do-da-da-da by The Police. All right, here comes the next track.
5: Yeah!
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Paul, you have to guess a song before you can get a prize.
0: <laughs>
1: Otherwise, you're just going to get a pat on the back.
0: <laughs> Next song. A hearty high hole. Pat Benatar. That would be Mike Page. Mike Page. Yep. Hit me with your best shot. Brian, <laughs> hit me white, your best show. No. <laughs> Steve Murky? Steve Murky. He gets a half point. All right. I hope we're saying that
1: right. It half is. point.
0: It is. It is murky. Uh, it's half point and a half, half point. point. So two half points divvied out there for those gentlemen. Okay, here comes the next one. Uh, just gotta cue it up here. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Murky. Sounds like murky. There we go. You got it perfect. Right. So uh, what's up? What do they got? Hall and Pates. Close but no cigar. Holland <laughs> Oats, Mike Page. I'm going to give it to to Mike Page, and Andy Baldwin gets the song "Kiss." Well, it's actually "Kiss" on my list. We we were trying having trouble with that earlier tonight ourselves. So, all right, half point, half point. for those gentlemen. All right, next track. Oh, this is a good one. Should we see if they just it's get nice. it off of that?
1: Yeah, it, yeah. Come on, come on. It's <laughs> iconic.
0: Yeah. Oh, let's, I'll play that first part again. Okay. <laughs> Flash Gordon, Steve Murky. Oh, my God. That was and by Queen. I'm going to have yep. to give it to him. He's going to have a yep. full point for that. Yep. All right. Full point for full Steve point. Murky. Wow, Jeez, that was good. All right. I'm going to play a little no, bit don't of that. want
1: to play that. a little bit of that. Yeah.
0: Got to play that first part already.
1: On yes. Apple Music, they actually have um, working versions of the songs played on piano for this album, like as oh, really? bonus tracks. Yeah, and they also have that song played live at a concert somewhere, I think in Montreal, and it, oh, it's yeah. pretty interesting them playing it live.
0: Uh, I have that concert on DVD, the Montreal. Oh man, song. so yeah.
1: good. Yeah,
0: I'll have to watch that tonight. I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, here we go. Uh, next track. Oh, which do we does a full point for Steve, right?
1: Correct. He is in a
0: three-way tie. We should give him a full point. Full point. There we go. Here we, we go. All right.
1: Oh, God, love it. <laughs>
0: That's all you need. There's Jesus. nothing more. <laughs> that was two seconds. Mike Page. Guess Mike the Page. Brian Jones. Is that right? Mike Page and Brian Jones. That was Tom Sawyer by Rush.
1: A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Full, point.
0: Full point. All right, here comes the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why. Some of these are just way too iconic. Oh, I know, it's like two seconds of it. It's... <laughs> Safety dance. Andy Baldwin. Andy Baldwin and Men Without Hats, Andy Baldwin. Andy's uh, coming from full behind. Full point. With a full point. All right. All right. S, <laughs> S, 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 A, 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 F, 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 E, 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 E. Okay. We have a super tight race here. All right. Yep. Here comes uh, the final clip. Steve Murkey. Yes. And who? Oh, man. All right. Who, what song is it? Too Much Time on My Hands, Brian Jones. Yeah.
1: Well, we have a three-way tie.
0: Oh, that means we're going to have to do a tiebreaker.
1: Mike Page, Andy Baldwin, and Steve Murkey all have two points. All right. <laughs> Billy okay. Seven up there in second place, I guess, with uh, 1.5 points. Oh, my gosh.
5: This... <coughs> no!
1: All right. Nah. There's a fight. There's a fight. There's
0: a fight. All right. So um, we're gonna pick a song randomly from the '80s archives. Here it comes. We'll bring video. Oh, man. That's a deep cut. Don't you think? Deep. I I mean, that's a hard one, I think. Ariana Be a Cowboy. <laughs> that's pretty... I'm going to give it to Joe. <laughs> Wanna Be a Cowboy. That's the correct one. Steve Murky, uh, you got it correct. And uh, But does anybody know who the artist is? I've
1: got my saddle
0: on... His name is <laughs> Of oh, course. I think Classic. Steve got it. Not it men sense. without hats, but that was that was close. It kind of sounds like them. Yeah.
2: Um, someone lame. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Keep it in positive like always. Yeah,
0: yeah. Someone lame. Yeah. It's boys don't cry. Uh I want to be Ed a Ed Baldwin got it. But
1: Arcade had before him. Oh, did
0: he? <laughs> but then we're still in the tie. Oh no, we're not cuz Tutor no, got it. No, we're
1: not because Tudor snagged that point away oh, from Andy.
0: So Steve got it. S- Steve is in Steve's the winner. Steve uh as the winner I am going to give you one of those um, one of those uh Pac-Man title strip mugs. Mugs. Yeah. You have bugs too? Nice. Yeah. I saw the shirt. Yeah, here's the mug. Oh, wait. Yeah. So That's it looks legit. Yeah. Eat that. Eat that. Eat that, he says.
2: And wow. it come, the mug comes full of uh, Paul Cerenin's tears.
1: <laughs> and sweat. We can't tell the difference, though. Or, or. something
2: else. It's just, it'll be moist it's inside.
1: Just, <laughs> oh, no. <Mostly> no.
0: <laughs> we, just, we had a line, and then he just crossed it. <laughs>
2: right over it.
0: <laughs> Zoom. They're
1: mostly excretions,
0: so it's okay. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> we should check the, uh, the, the voicemails.
1: Does anybody leave voicemail?
0: Uh, somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Bob has one in the can, I think. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. It has to be him. All right. Let's check it. Check it.
1: Thank you for calling 612
4: game This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone.
1: Hey, Arcade Radio, it's your buddy, Bob Zarzadek, control panel expert and technician, uh, um, uh, oh, yeah, I can't even speak because uh, I eat so much food. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you guys doing? I don't even know how to put words to my lips
4: because of the, the food I'm looking at. My stomach's coming out. Oh, man, it's, it's tough times down here. Uh, but you know what? I was able to pardon some uh, turkeys earlier, uh, but they were at the grocery store, so it was a little weird. <laughs> but I did manage to liberate them, and right now we're bowling with them. It's
1: a good time. Good time. So I don't know what else to say here. Do you even have a guest tonight? What's happened here? Woo! Oh, man. I catch my breath. You know what? It's, it. it's the end of the phone call. I'm going to hang up. Okay? All right. North the deck out.
0: Classic. That was good. frozen wow. turkey bowling. Frozen tu- turkey bowling. He,
1: he pardoned the turkeys. Yes, I liberated the, liberated them from the grocery.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the going from any to Audi.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Please welcome to the show one more time, Mrs. Jen May. Welcome! Clap, 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 clap. It's the applause. Wait, I have an applause track somewhere. I don't know why I don't play do it. How come we?
1: Well, how come we can't do that? That should be a thing where me and you and Brian are all clapping. Let's try it again.
0: All right, all right. Ah. oh yeah, that's good. Good. <laughs> all right. Did that work? We did it just it. sound like a bunch of guys that beating on? Well, I'll listen to it on, it on the replay. Okay
2: we'll edit that first try out we'll just go to the second one right
0: i mean there i do have this we should play that right sure make it part of the show all right next time
1: (laughs) but you just did it so i guess this time too (laughs)
0: hi jen hey jen hey hey what's going on howdy What? living the dream right living the dr- dream in the living <laughs> dreaming of living yeah so uh free play florida yeah
3: that just wrapped up this weekend
0: and i think it did- was
3: probably one of the best years they sold out of like all the shirts and all the merch so it was wow
0: really good year for it you don't really hear that happening at a show where <laughs> they run out of shirts
3: yeah, they ran out of shirts, and then we sold out last year's shirts, and we had a couple of the year 17s, which sold out as well, so three years of shirts sold out.
0: Wow, well, so congratulations do you know, do you know what, the, yeah, exactly, congratulations, Free Play Florida. Do you know what the uh, attendance was, by chance? Hmm. I don't,
3: but if uh, B. Jones is still in the comments, he probably does.
0: Okay, hear that, B. Jones? Maybe. I'm Maybe B Jones. You
3: can shed some light on that. B. Jones, what was the what was sure, the final numbers we'll of
0: attendance? See. Do you guys all have rapper names? Because that would be fun. <laughs> I, I would, well,
3: I, I, I'm 2 in Jen, and then we got B. Jones.
0: Oh, yeah.
5: And
3: then uh, Bill, William, Will Stillwell. he goes by Hamster. So,
0: uh, <laughs> nice. <And> Brian <laughs> says it was,
2: it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, pretty good. It was, attendance was pretty good. Okay, yeah.
2: Okay. So, we'll right, yeah, there was... Brian, Brian bought all the shirts.
0: Oh, that explains it. <laughs> explains a lot now, yes.
2: Uh, that's
0: good. That's good. Uh, so I, we heard, and uh, you were working on the show this year. Is that correct?
3: Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if I was, I mean, I think I was just thrown into it. Uh, John, John Taylor, Jonathan Taylor down here, he provides a 26 a foot truckload of about 30 games every year. So I was being working for him. I was in charge of wrapping those up and unloading them. I brought 12 to 15 games myself. And then I helped um, load and unload a lot of other people's at the dock. So I did that on top of – I kind of want – I like kind of doing like um, guest interaction with stuff there. It kind of makes them you know feel a little bit more involved with the show rather than just paying and coming in and playing games. So I did a – a blindfolded Miss Pac, uh, blindfolded Pac-Man challenge. And I gave away a, like a hundred dollar prize package. And that just, that came out of my pocket. Like that wasn't affiliated with the show, but I wanted to bring something like that to there. Cool. And I guess it was a pretty good hit to where they gave me an award for it. I don't know if they're just get, doing that to make me feel good and come back. But, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, so Brandon, Brandon, who's puts it on a lot. He did ask me next year to be a uh, main event coordinator and come up with some ideas for more uh, guest um, interaction and stuff like that. So I've actually came up with like about three uh three things already, and I'm gonna give away a I'm giving away an arcade game next year. So sweet. So uh,
0: you got hired. That's even better than just like volunteering. So you're like, okay, we want you to do this.
3: Well, it's still, I don't, it's still free. I mean, we just volunteered to do it, yeah, but yeah. I got but you, hired as a volunteer. So but yeah. you, you have,
0: you're now in an official yeah. capacity for the, for
3: well, they take care of the hotel room. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah,
5: so. That's very nice.
0: So, uh, tell us about your, uh, blindfolded Pac-Man game. What, what was the, what was going on with that?
3: Um, so I, 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 made a game up specifically for the show, had some side art done for it. Again, Mike Alman came through. He did amazing on the art and marquees. So basically one player was blindfolded and you'll have to go to my, my Facebook page or my personal page and check out these, these cool ass blindfolds I made for it. And well, they were corny as well, but <laughs> you had to put that on and then you had a partner and they had to tell you to go up, down, left, or right while you're blindfolded. And it's a lot harder than you would think it is because you think okay well if somebody tells me to go right i'm gonna go right but there's such a delay from when they say it to where you move it you know it's it was people were like holy cow this is hard so yeah, yeah it became a big hit you know i mean i had like it was up there excuse me for four hours and i think i probably had over 500 people play it and try, and try it so wow we gave away some shirts um actually um epic Gameware came through and donated four shirts for me and some car decals and stuff and then i did like a steakhouse gift card cool. um, a couple of shirts that i had made up and then um i had a special light box marquee made that said blindfold challenge winner and i had all the guest panel people sign it for them and a couple other things so it's it a good prize package
0: you do that next year you charge a buck per play and then you give the money to the convention and that you could have a bigger prize so that's I get, that's pretty cool
3: Maybe we could t- talk about that, but I mean, I know <laughs> next year, like, um, like I said, I am giving away a- a arcade game. so we're g- I'm going to try and do like a, a spinoff because I know we don't want to get in trouble. But I'm going to do a spinoff of like a Starcade, like oh, yeah. a little Ooh. bit different. So the-, the but the but the prize is going to be an arcade game that I'm going to donate. So, well, that'd
0: be fun. Yeah. Some of the arcade. games no, so next guys. year
3: I do have another Pac Man challenge. But I can't give it away yet. But it is going to be a Pac-Man challenge. It's not going to be blindfolded. But we have some things in the works that we're going to do something, something crazy to make it make it challenging. So
0: that's cool. That'll be, that'll so, cool. Uh, <laughs> Mark, doesn't the arcade hangouts uh, do that kind of stuff at Grinkers? They have their own kind of yeah.
1: One-out. They called not another tournament tournament. That's right. Yeah. Where they uh, basically try they try to pair up people so. One person's blindfolded playing Frogger, and then you have a person next to them telling what the guy that's got control of the joystick is supposed to do. Uh, Other things that have been done are uh, pinball, where one person has control of a flipper, and then another person has control of a flipper. I did that. That's so hard. It's super fun, though. Yeah. And then I think we did Robotron where Robotron. one person was uh sort of moving and the other one was shooting. And I came in second place on that. That was pretty awesome.
0: I think it'd be fun to also like flip the monitor on Frogger. Do like upside down Frogger huh. where you're coming I down. Agree. I,
1: I thought that I I'd like I would before. like that flipping all of the games that way. That would be awesome. Yeah. Leave the controls the
0: same way so that you have to think about it. But right, reverse. upside down? Yeah. Yeah, I could and Steve Murky could have like his own upside down section at 2d con we could do like a a bunch of you know contests like that
3: well we were talking about like i said like for my pac-man thing i was going to call it the mirrored pack and do left is right right is left up is down you know like that switch the wires on the joystick. But Brian's like, well, you know, we can make a randomizer and hook that into the joystick. And we push a button, and it just makes the controls do whatever they want to do when they want. So it's going <laughs> to oh become my a God. little oh, gross. That'd be
2: I was awesome. like, Brian,
3: I can switch wires. And Brian's like, well, I could build an app. So we'll see what we come up with. We have a
2: year or so. It'll <laughs> so we actually, have it that, should be interesting. we actually have that joystick. The we oh, have yeah? a joystick in the store that allows you to switch directions up, down, left, right. It allows you to change the sensitivities. It allows you to change how, like, you can go to just diagonals, just cardinals, all sorts of stuff. Yeah.
0: Can you do it on the, the fly? The push
2: a button that randomizes? You can, it, it would be easy to do. You can actually have it hooked up to a computer and, like, completely mess with the person while they're playing. Maybe. Yeah, that's something that's that we're
3: idea. thinking about maybe yep. maybe doing, so <laughs> we'll power Par- all with that. So. Paradise Definitely.
2: Arcade.com not, not if Brian's involved, though. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, all Jones, right.
3: your kick to the curb
0: yeah Yeah. steve murky's arcade is called upside down so uh, well
2: you know what actually would be fun is if you tied into the memory so it, when you when you get a power pellet mm-hmm. it it sends a signal out and it activates a randomizer and just oh. so every time you get a power pellet it changes the setup
0: well now you gave it away then i just people would just play until they, they, they don't you know
2: all right, right but you're trying to get rid of the ghost. i mean like think about it you're sitting there i mean you get that power pellet, and all of a sudden your whole joystick control changes
0: yeah <laughs> the ideas are flowing the ideas are flowing
2: Yeah, it's,
0: it's... that could be fun so uh tell us yeah. about the guests that were at free play
3: so this year we had um the guy that played eddie munster um and the munsters uh we had johnny cage guy i don't oh, know cool. warren davis creator of uh qbert jeff lee creator qbert Angry Video Game. There, Tony Temple. Um, major. or Tony Temple holds the record in uh, Missile Command. Um, of course, we have Billy and Walter there.
0: Uh, yeah, they live down the street, other, basically. Jerry, well. got,
3: Jer, Jerry was there for maybe forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> jab, jab, jab. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna have him on but like, no, it was next episode. Maybe he had
1: diarrhea or
0: something. <laughs> <Christina> was there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> R- yeah. Rangers. Trying to say Daniel Pacino was there,
3: that's who it was, yeah, 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 and um, uh, we had the Moldorama guy, I mean, he has a celebrity in his own because of how iconic that is for everybody, and I think that was a really big hit. Um,
0: now that that wasn't, so yeah, so, that wasn't our Dave Billy Seven, he, he wasn't down there with his Moldorama, was he, or was it a different guy?
3: Uh, Brian's gonna have to answer that again.
0: Um, oh, they're coming there was for you. two of them, they're coming yeah, for know. you.
3: Look at how
2: the, house, the Home house association. association saw the games out in the yard. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. So I saw a picture of you with Walter day and you guys were uh, on the hallway, just collapsed. And Walter was preaching, yeah, so I was preaching so the tired. stories. Of- I was
3: just sitting out in the hall and then Tony temple comes and sits down and then Walter comes and sits down and then here comes Billy and they'll just join me in this little circle. And Walter just starts telling stories about twin galaxies and, you know, and, the chain of effects that the distributors had with the manufacturers, which had on the arcade games and why, how arcades started closing because of the chain, the chain reaction on people not getting paid and stuff. So it was interesting to hear his take on, on the industry back in the eighties.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's told that story on our show first season, same season as that you were on, I think. Uh, Yeah. But he's, he's a fascinating person. Any particular stories stick out? And
3: Uh, and he, basically like he just likes to listen when there's others you know involved with the thing he really likes to take on and listen this you know you can really tell him paying attention stuff he doesn't really like take the spotlight when unless billy's around but if there's other people like he (laughs) he really sits back and wants to wants to learn about other people so like um i don't know i mean i guess it's kind of a big deal to some i don't know me i just yeah eh, him and tony are writing up uh I guess I get a trading card this year, so I don't know. Oh, I guess I'll be featured on a trading card, so Sweet. for 2020. So.
0: Nice. I like it. That's cool.
3: <laughs> so yeah, but uh, speaking of Tony and Walter and stuff, it was just, uh, we had Scott, Scott Swayze. He wasn't really a guest there, but he was in attendance. Jonathan had him down. Um, and then we had Jeff and Warren. So I, I mean, I just threw out a, I just threw out a message to everybody. I said, Hey, let's go to dinner, you know? So I load them all up in the truck and we head on down to the Mexican restaurant and, I mean, I'm just sitting there, and it's just like, all right, you know, we got Tony Temple, world record holder. We've got Warren and Jeff, creators of Cubert. We've got Scott, the genius that's putting in the FPGA boards. We got Jonathan Taylor, like, backing all these arcade greats. And then there's me. Like, and then, you know, I mean, I just, all I do is pull games out of dusty old barns and stuff, but just to be sitting in that great a presence in a one room, you know, and then Warren Davis gets up, and he starts doing magic tricks for the whole table and, like, the whole crowd, and... <laughs> I mean, it's just like, and Tony Temple is just like, you know, and it's just some of the craziest things. It's just, it's, it's just t- surreal for me to just actually be involved with the greats like that. So it was, it's, it was, t- I was taken back.
0: Yeah, Tony was on our show too. Uh, we had to have him on it on a Sunday morning or something because he lives in the yeah. UK. It was funny because yeah. we 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 went live. It was just me and Mark. Was this last year? I'm looking over I at you like you're so. there.
1: Yeah. It feels like, sorry, I accidentally touched the joust too and it started the game, so I'm muting.
0: Oh, okay. Good yeah, game, so it, though. It was funny, though, because the, the thing I love about Tony is he's so modest about his uh, achievement. Uh, yes. But, uh, and which game is he have the r- world record on? I Missile Command. Missile Command, yes. Yeah. Uh, and And so he's modest about his achievement, but the thing I find fascinating is that he's, just a really well spoken and well written guy. So if you read his arcade blogger stuff, his blogs. Just yeah just so full of good good stories. So
2: And Adam, it's, it's, you, know, you know who Warren Davis, what game he created, your
0: favorite? Uh Exterminator? <laughs>
1: no
0: yeah i remember because a couple of weeks ago I, I i berated it and then i and then i said apologies to warren and then he responded back and said yeah that game's a piece of crap i <laughs> I, I agree i made a lot of mistakes with that game i'll share them with you sometime <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah tony Tony's uh, um, world record plaque and stuff. His wife doesn't like anything RK related, and, and and if you ask him, he'll say it hangs in the loo, which is you know the bathroom. So it's his placard hangs above the toilet in
0: his bathroom. <laughs> so I'm just ask him about that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: Fascinating. <laughs> Poor so, Tony. That's kind of fun. And uh, how was the food? <laughs> oh, the food was
3: always great. It's it's we like I like that restaurant, but. To try to get everybody there is like, hey, do you like do you like Mexican? You like Mexican? Everybody's like, yeah. No complaints. Service was great. Like, to have all that just fall in place and go, yeah, extremely smooth like that. It was like, wow,
0: I could I pulled that off. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. We call yeah. that you call your role a guest liaison. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, the,
2: so one of the things that I thought was really neat. I mean, you highlighted all these great people at Free Play, but you talked about the games. You mentioned Jonathan brought games. You brought games. One of the things that's different than some of the things we see up here are the quality of the games. What games showed up? Like, what oh, games yeah. stood out of play? It's fascinating what was there.
0: <laughs> Careful. Um,
3: yeah, so Jonathan had Quantum, Reactor, um, Marble Man 2, the sequel, which there's only three known out to exist um, that, have the, that have the ROMs for that. Um. I mean, I brought a Blades of Steel, which it was in the shittiest cabinet ever. Ooh, crappiest, crappiest cabinet ever. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Beep me up. Oh. No, crappiest.
0: <laughs> we don't beep this show. Cabin. We don't bleep this uh, show. We <laughs> gave up on bleeping a long time
3: ago. But, I <laughs> mean, it's, it's just one of those games you don't see a lot, and, like, it's an underrated game, but when people play it, they love it. Um, next year, um, so every year we try to do an unveiling of a cool game, so we had the track we had you know, the games of the past, so uh, we couldn't get it done in time. Brian... Brian, you know, we had so much going on. I got sick for 15 days. We just kind of fell short of the mark. But we are going to make a big hoopla about it next year. And we are going to – the game of the year for next year is going to be Cosmic Chasm. So that will be cool. But, so I mean, a lot of the games are restored. Uh, Free play goes out of their way. They give out awards for best rehabs of pinball, best rehabs of arcades, prizes for all the game bringers. Just incentives to bring games because that's – it's a lot of work.
5: It's a lot of work. Uh, to yeah, move amen. all those
0: games and bring I them. Actually, I think that'd be really great for maybe one of our local conventions to pay attention to. Maybe hand out some awards for some games, make people feel good about bringing them. Uh, yeah. Because it's hard. I mean, like a lot of us put our blood, sweat, and tears into bringing these games back to life. And you bring it, and then you have uh, really no motivation if nobody is looking at it because of how awesome it's supposed to be to look or uh, be fully restored or whatever but i don't know all right that's yeah so i mean
3: like mike baxter uh he actually won the best pinball rehab and now granted like i mean i've seen i've seen worse restores and i've seen better restores but the way he did it with what he had he had like glow light things uh drop targets 3d printed and had this amazing um you know effects of the lights and stuff on there so just like that and so mike baxter he's he only has like maybe seven or 10 games in his whole collection, but he won the best rehab pinball. And like, he, you know, I took him out to dinner the night after because he helped me. Well, he helped Jeff Lee or not Jeff Lee. Uh, Jeffrey Smith brings like 55, uh, pinball pre-war error pinballs. And we had an issue with the loading dock at the show where people were just being crazy. Security got on them. Well, I mean, I had a lot of people help Jeff load his 55 games and stuff. So being that he helped out and a couple other guys helped out, I took them all out for a steak dinner, but he told me, he said, you know, I just do this for fun. I just like these as games as personal. But for him to win an award like that, he's he told me, he's like, that's incentive for me to do another game. You know, he's like, might take him a year, but it's just it's more like um, an incentive to just keep going and, and keep doing stuff in the hobby rather than, you know, just I bring these. You know, I brought a speed racer uh, myself and lo and behold, like somebody ripped off the whole. Con- I have this, the, the control panel screwed on and everything. Somebody ripped it off, like bust- busted the pot. Uh-huh. Things happen. I'm not mad. But it's like, all right, well now I got to restore a speed racer next year, so <laughs> you know. But people do enjoy winning awards, and I think with the uh, with going on with that, they do give out a lot of awards and a lot of uh, ribbons and prizes and stuff, and that's cool. And that's why a lot of people don't don't mind bringing bringing games there. So. Yeah, that's. I,
0: I love the fact that you just threw in that you you treated these guys out of your own pocket too. That's kind of nice. Pay attention, people. This woman's being nice to people. Okay. Well,
2: Brian. Brian Jones actually commented too that it's really important to make sure everyone knows just, just how much you appreciate their efforts. And I mean if you I mean if you haven't had a chance to go to free play, they really do an amazing show and it feels like something special is going on there. And it's people like Jen and Brian and Jonathan and I mean all the people they bring in and get involved that that really make it an environment where the games are special, the people that are having fun, the guests are engaged, they're walking around. It really is the format is phenomenal. Yeah.
3: So to touch on that real quick, uh, Adam Earhart from Pennsylvania or up north, I don't know exactly where he's from, please forgive me, but he goes to replay FX, you know, and I've been up there and my God, it was one of the first or few shows that I've been up to up north. And it's huge. And I loved it. But the thing is, it's almost so big, you get lost and you feel distance like, okay, there's 100, like, I don't know how many, there's more games than I've ever seen in a place. But you know, Fred puts that on or whatever. And it's a great selection of games. It's a great this. But at the end of the day, you're just like, okay, there's all these games to play and stuff. And Adam came down and he goes, I've been to a lot of shows and Free Play Florida just was – it was on a different level to where it was so much personal. Like, you know, you can interact with a special guest. You can do this and it's just – you know, we have a good layout. It's not like a bad – you're not on top of each other. We have the council section and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he just says – it just felt so much more of a relaxed, fun environment as some of the bigger shows, you know, the bigger the ones that outdo it. So he said that he's definitely getting a crew and coming down next year for it too. So
0: and that's part of the danger with these shows, right? I I think it's great. You have this sort of intimate. Uh, you're at a, a level now at the convention where you have this intimate intimate interaction.
3: Intimate, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. So people are like loving the space. They love the 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 crowd size right now and then they all want to bring their friends and so that's good because it's good for the convention but then it's also the convention has to be careful not to lose that uh with you know their corporate overlords and people that come in and uh and, and if you build a bigger place for people to come you better make it feel like home so i mean like the place that you're in right now what's it a hotel
3: yeah, it's a convention hall inside a hotel.
0: Yeah, so that's great because you're have- in one place, right? So the hotel is sold out or, or near selling out. You've got a lot of the room block uh, you know, accounted for. So, uh, yeah. But it's still a relatively small con, it sounds like. It's not like 3,000 people. Or
3: <sighs> uh, something like that, yeah. When yeah. I mean, we do on Saturday nights, there's the after party, which is a separate ticket on its own. Sure. So I mean – and then on Sunday, you know, so like Friday night, you know, it's 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 a smaller crowd. Saturday, it's 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 massively crazy, and then Sunday, you know, it's more like family time or whatever. Yeah. So you can do the whole weekend thing or or certain days. So it's just a, you can pick and choose. Like, do you want a lot of interaction or do you want more gameplay kind of thing? So yeah,
0: well, it sounds like an know, awesome con. I want yeah. I, I, to go. I love Brian is and Brian's saying
2: more than that. It's really? it, it, he says the same size as Southern fried. It, it's an impressively
0: uh, attended show. Well, and, uh, how, many is, though, how many games are there? How many games total? Does anybody know?
3: Um, I think there was something like 250 arcades and 200-ish pinballs or something, something good, around so. those lines.
0: So Let's just say 600 total. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, That's plus amazing. we have the council section and yep. then the panel section. Then we have the main stage section. and um, Then Brian had the Gorfin Tron tournament section, and then the, he built that big old... Uh, recognizer recognizer Recognizer. yeah 18 foot tall recognizer that thing is
0: awesome oh i want that so bad can i
3: Uh, I, we have a video of us destroying it
0: oh no i feel (laughs) sick i feel sick inside (laughs) i would have given good money for that thing
3: brian can build you another one in three days it's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh so cool yeah, one of our listeners, Steve Murky, was saying it sounds like what uh, one of our uh, Wisconsin cons used to be like in when it was over in the Sheraton. Now it's real big. It's a lot different well, so.
2: I think I think one of the things that's different, and this is hard to understand when you're not there. I mean, you hear about like the Recognizer and other things that like the crew really creates a theme or a group of themes and builds to that. So mgC, kind of relies on the community showing up and bringing games or bringing pinballs, they don't create, like, here's the theme we're going to build to. And that's one of the neat things about free play is he really creates this environment and then, like, they come up with this idea of here's the environment we want to create and then things are built and structured to create that environment. And the environment isn't just one Tron, you know, competition. There's, like, the guests are fitting a theme, the Tron environment sitting a theme. And, like, it's an overall kind of story when you go there. So you feel like this – It's it feels like it's meant to be put together the way it's meant to be put together. Not just, okay, we got this guest, this guest, this guest. We're going to throw a panel together. Like somebody thought about what's the order, who's there, what are they talking about, what game are we presenting. It's, it's yeah. really in-depth. And Tony Temple does a great job.
3: He's more in charge of the panel rooms and getting the guests. So he did like an arcade game show. And then I was on a panel with them with Arcade Raiders. Then we had the Angry Video Game Nerd, and then uh, we had the um, the Pitfall, the Activision guys there. So and then Nathan Barnett, okay, split personality Keith guy. So we had a lot more other personalities, YouTube stars, and other and you know. So it's not just it's not just arcade as well. I mean, like I says, it goes on to console games and YouTube things and it there's something for everyone there it's not just
0: speaking of something for everyone there i have one listener that's not in the chat that i know is listening and loves the angry video game nerd what does he do at the con
3: uh so he he has a table and he does he has a table and he'll do sign and autographs and he has merchandise and stuff like that so then he gets his own panel so this year in his panel um he kind of did a live version of what he does on YouTube where he does his movie reviews and his game reviews and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he had guests come up and interact with him with it. <laughs> so it was kind of like an impromptu live show. And then he also does like a and a Q&A and, um, he does, he puts stuff together just for the show. So he gives it the guests. I mean, and his panel room, I think those panel rooms seat about 150 ish or whatever, and he'll have standing people standing in his in his panel room for for the attendance that he gets there. Wow. So
0: he's. Yeah, he's he's one of the early YouTubers. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, Uh, Mark, I haven't heard from you in a while. I he's, he's muted. <laughs> Damn it!
1: I muted. Okay, I'm back. Hi. You're supposed to hold on hey, to the I'm uh, counter. I'm, a, I'm totally awake, listening, and fully engaged here. And I've probably been chiming in, and you haven't heard shit because it's been muted. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, right. So, what about next year? What do you? What were the uh, lessons learned? You know, what's the post mortem of this show that you're thinking about as far as stuff? Obviously. Buckner's not coming. We know this, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to have him on in two was, weeks. We're going to have him on in two weeks. This is going to be good. Gentle call in. Do you got to call, call in it on the game line, under- and you be like, Jerry, where is my stuff, Jerry? I was promised my stuff, and I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you.
3: It wasn't even that big of a deal. I was busy with
0: my blindfold Pac-Man
3: thing. I was like, "Oh, cool, he'll be here. I'm gonna break away and do it." And I go over there, and he's like, "Just gone." It was. It was probably. I don't know. It was, it's so whatever. Point, it was, I'm Back not even to
0: Mark's bad. question: What is what's happening next year?
3: Uh, so next year I've got you know I've got I'm gonna try to do that game show thing and all that. Um, I don't know what our theme will be. That's a B Jones question. I don't think I don't every guest every guest that we had this year. Actually, has asked to be asked to come back.
0: That's cool. There was
3: not one unhappy person. You know, hmm. they were all felt well taken care of. I mean, we've had the Tron people in the past. Um, for the, I, I'm i terrible with names. And then we have Brian Collins in the past. Uh, Bruce, I guess Bruce is the Tron guy. Brian Collins was there in the past. Um, Warren's been there the past two years because people just really like him. They want him to come back. So, but at the same time, we have to keep it fresh. So. You know they they put on a lot of meetings throughout the year, so we are going to get together. That's why I was asking you earlier on on that contact information because yeah, I think yeah. that would be really something.
0: to uh, uh, Was George bring in, so. George Gomez was he there? Uh, Tron okay. uh, Stern had a Stern. Anyway, George Gomez, NBA uh,
1: uh, fast break designer. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Spy Hunter, uh, Jurassic Park. Anyway, uh, so okay, let's let's shift gears. We'll get away from free play. How's that?
2: Paul's sure, got a yes. question in the chat.
0: Oh, Paul's got a question in the chat. Go ahead.
2: Good shifting gears question. Okay. Out of nowhere, what's the best find you've ever had in a raid, Jen?
0: Oh, that's what I was going to say. Let's shift to... I know what oh, it
2: is.
3: Oh,
0: let's see. Jen It's got to be the computer space. Oh, come
1: on.
3: Uh, that wasn't really a raid. That was just like a St. Louis deal. That was just a a one-time thing. Okay. Like, that was just a game that he had with pinballs, you, you and you I paid about 50 the...
0: bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've um, had that for a yeah. while, right?
3: Um, but no, like in a, no, in a true raid fashion, um, she, yeah, she's fine. Sorry, my mom. My, yeah, she's fine. Hi mom, I'm about my golf. hi, mom. Um, yeah, everybody's saying hi, mom. Um, quietly. Hi. Um, <sighs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best, I, so really the best one I would say would be the Georgia deal where we did a 40 game buyout. Mark story in Georgia hooked me and John up with the information. Uh, we got 40 games out of there. We got a lasso. I mean, the claim to fame is the Cosmic Chasm out of that one. Um, I mean, we, Brian Jones got the lasso. I mean, there was Tron, Satan's Hollows. The computer space was one of a St. Louis deal. Um, I actually have a missile command cockpit I bought in St. Louis. I paid $50 for, mm-hmm. and the elevator broke down, and we couldn't get the game out of the basement. So... I have I have a missile command cockpit that I paid fifty bucks for that's stuck in stuck in a warehouse somewhere. It's in uh, an elevator still. It's stuck in an elevator shaft in St. Louis with no electric going to it. So awesome!
1: That's a, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's um, let's get a generator and like go on a journey. I
3: mean, I I had I had a hammer in my hand and my friend is pulling me away from it. I'm like, I'm gonna bust it up and carry it up the stairs, and he was like, no, nah, we gotta go. <laughs> and so, um,
0: wow. Yeah. Hmm
1: so what's that address i'll just for right. yeah Brian to brian's PM'ing
3: no. and me he's like we're getting that cockpit nah. we can't get that cockpit it's <laughs> it's stuck it's stuck for life there's two cars stuck in the basement um but yeah computer space cosmic chasm uh i got a couple I, somewhere in the south carolina area there is five star wars cockpits i got to go back for eventually i'm just waiting waiting for that five um, wow! Five. there's five of them in one building in South Carolina that I can, uh, I can, find that I can
0: one go one five Crazy. are those the oh, five. Yeah. Are, are those the ram controls ones that never showed up oh Oh, oh gosh yeah, I, don't
3: <laughs> wow. know. I, don't, I mean oh. the only reason they're still sitting there is because um, one I just haven't had the time and two the guy loves sit down cockpit racers and they're like in the middle of the building of like a, behind another 300 sit down Cockpits, and I'm just like, that's gonna have to wait. So, mm. but they're have, they're there in South Carolina.
2: How many? Do you have any Omega Race cockpits? He needs backdrops for. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a good look at that backdrop. Just, Let's it, really
0: zoom in. John Taylor that.
2: needs one of those. That's beautiful. John John Taylor ordered six of these, so he is completely set up. I don't know if you
0: can see it. Oh, oh my god! All.
2: That I'm falling. Amazing. I'll I'll grab the UV light before the end of the show. Right. Yeah. Maybe in the outro. I'll grab I don't it.
0: know if you really needed it. It looks great. Uh, oh. So, co- speaking of cockpit machines, Jen, how many cockpit machines do you own?
3: I just own uh, an environmental radar scope. That's one, and then I own I own an Omega Race One. I got it for free years ago. Um, I don't have it no more. Well, I can I I have it, but it's I mean I can get it back anytime. So I just have. I just have the one, the, the environmental radar scope. I just they're too big.
5: Yeah,
3: John. Oh, I have a I do have a pole position cockpit. I'm joking. I have one of those.
2: <laughs> Sometimes That's I forget weird. what I own. I have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark. You know, you know, there's a problem when you're like, oh shoot, yeah, there was that cockpit uh, that I where is
0: that? <laughs> I have a Monaco GP. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Jonathan has maybe twenty twenty cockpits. He's got the Star Rider, the Cenastar, Omega Race, two Omega Races, Star Wars,
0: Miss, I'm telling all of his secrets, Missile Command, Tron E dot. He does have the Missile
3: Command, Tron E dot. Yep. Yeah,
0: nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have a cockpit that they think that they need to have? That anyone in this room right now, and I in the like chat, Senastar, and in the Spy. chat, Spy Hunter, Spy Hunter. Okay,
2: I, I, it's just you can't play. But it you have LA. that.
0: I mean, it just, I'm talking about a cockpit you don't own, like if you one that you want. A second spy hunter. Oh,
3: <laughs>
0: <sure>. <laughs> Jen, but, what about you? Got a cockpit that you want? You're thinking on that?
3: I, mean, I don't. I don't want them. They're too big. I like, yeah. just. But let's just say just, you I mean, had the room. I, I have the environmental radar scope, which is one that maybe maybe four or five other people have. Like that's not one that you see a lot of. So. I mean, if you're going you, for rarity, I got that one. So. Are you going
0: to convert it to a Donkey Kong? <laughs> it
3: was it was converted when we got it. It was in a roller skate rink in um, Illinois, and we paid like 75 bucks for it. And that's going to be – if I can get the last piece before free play next year, Tony's writing up a whole thing. So many people have been involved in helping me track down those pieces from the back half to the glass to the art to the board repair to the – to the marquee, to the bezel, everything on its original. Nothing has been re- nothing's been reproduced yet on that I have on that machine. So Is it, was I'm it a, trying to. Try-
0: out of curiosity, was it converted to a choplifter? lifter? Uh,
3: no, it was a converted to a Excite Bike.
0: Oh, Excite Bike! Oh. oh, that's kind of interesting. Actually, Excite Bike yeah. Environmental Cabinet. Cockpit. It'd be kind <laughs> of fun. Like oh. you could put the paperboy handlebars on there. It's like a duck hunt cockpit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. yeah.
1: So what are you missing still on that?
3: Uh the glass.
1: The glass. That's the
3: last piece I named. The the back cuz it's like it's like a weird shit glass. Right. I will have that reproduced if it comes down to it Whoa. until I can find an original but yeah.
0: so in the chat we've got uh Paul Saarinen says he wants a Sega 360, the R360, which is that uh, it looks kind of like an Afterburner, but it does a full 360-degree flip and turn and everything. I think you had to sign a waiver when you played that game. It only had, like, two games or three games uh, that you could play in it. One was an Afterburner-type game. Super fun. Uh, Then you had uh, Star Trek Captain's Chair by the Devilope. I've got one of those in storage right now. Environmental Discs of Tron, Milestar says uh red baron steve murky says which awesome red baron has the full uh flight stick Points. in it it's pretty sweet. full point yes there's a full Sorry. flight stick in it so that's kind of fun uh what else is in there i saw one other one
2: jason is, uh, john has
3: a uh
2: tail gunner too cockpit uh, jason's oh, coming to get his out of our warehouse hopefully soon uh, arcade jason has a tail gunner too he's putting together oh
0: nice. it's in your warehouse Yeah. Oh, what? Can I go open? I need to go to your warehouse. Uh, Yes. uh, Can I have the keys? I just want to go in there and see what's in there. Just an inspection. Yeah, I just want a little inspection. Yeah. Yeah, See, I gotta get in there. Uh Oh, we don't want to get into that again. Oh no. That's (laughs) we're over. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Mark, uh, Dream Cockpit Machine. Dream Cockpit. I think it is Sinistar. Oh, okay,
1: cool. That would be awesome, but I would like definitely want, you know, booming audio. I don't, I don't know what it's like. I've, I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. So,
3: Tony I mean, Swan has too.
1: Does he? Well, yeah. let, let me know if he needs. His,
3: his boy Austin has. I think he has one of the records on that game, and plus he has the record on. um I don't. He has. He holds the record on two games, and I think one of them Senestai. Mad Planets, Mad Planets is the other one. Tony, Tony Swan's son, Austin, has those two records. So.
1: But the Sinistar cockpit has like a lot of uh, vacuum molded things that are on the front of it. They get damaged, but uh, it's really yeah. cool. Like they went and did some strange stuff for that cabinet. It looks
3: like versus, a semi truck. It's pretty cool.
1: Exactly, and I think all around it, it's pretty cool. Versus some games where they sort of have like a part. That they figure, oh, we're gonna stick this against the back, like the pole position cockpit. For instance. Yep. But,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. I, I have three that I want. I want a yeah. pole position. Okay. I want a Tron E Dot. And I want a missile command. Oh. Those are the three. So would okay. you call a Tron E Dot a, a cockpit, though? Uh, well, it's an environmental just, cabin. You can lean it. on
1: it. There's like a little stoop for your butt. You mm. get inside Yeah, it. that counts.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was cool. The Be sound was to. cool. You just, I don't know. I would call I this a it. cockpit.
2: There was a Sinistar sitting up here in one of the operators' warehouse at Summit forever. Right. And they had dropped off the back of a truck, and it was cracked in half, like on the top. I mean, it just sat there. Uh, I think they sold it for like a thousand dollars six months ago.
1: Wow. My uh
3: my pole position cockpit rolled out of the back of my trailer at a four way intersection in Tennessee from oh. the trailer.
0: Oh. So that was
3: that was fun. <laughs> I had to stop traffic and load up a cockpit back in there really quick. That was good times.
0: I <laughs> mean. <laughs> I wonder if anyone caught it, like, their camera. (laughs) Yeah, right?
3: Oh, my God, there's a pole position. It's in the middle of the road. Check YouTube. (laughs) So,
2: so Jen, what is the kind of craziest, I guess, accident story or whatever? Like, you just said cockpit rolling out into an intersection from your trailer. I mean, what is the the over-the-top, I can't believe this happened while we were grabbing games?
0: Well, that elevator story is pretty good. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's like a tie it's a two-way tie so like um i was in a raid in north carolina and there was a building that had a zookeeper and a couple other elaborate rare games and i was going after it but the the building had so much water damage the the floor gave out and i fell through the floor into a cellar um three feet down and it was like on some silence of the lamb shit and i was just laying there like <laughs> i thought i was nobody you know i'm in the middle of a field nobody knows where i'm at um, I, you know, I hit a rib, it took everything I had to be able to climb out of the, out of that hole and, yeah. um, continue on with the raid. And then, um, the other one was like a bar that I was cleaning out up in, uh, Brooksville, Florida. And, um, Jeff, he was helping me and he was moving a safe and he got it like three feet up the, the ramp and it fell off the hand truck and it fell on my foot from three feet in the air, about a 600 pound safe. And, um, you know, I just go to the bar and just do shots afterwards to to ease the pain on it. Um, I unload the whole twenty six foot truck the next day. I wait three more days. I go to urgent care. They x ray it. They tell me it's not broken. And I go to the doctor like a week after that, and they tell me it's shattered in seven places. So, I, uh, I was I unload. You know, I walked on a broken foot, shattered in seven places. So so after that, I got a tattoo of uh, Wily Coyote holding a safe up on my foot. So that's a, <laughs> so I've had some broken bones and some busted ribs, but I mean, I wouldn't change it. I mean, I do it for the love of the game, and I I enjoy getting them out back out, released into the wild for everybody. But yeah, it's
0: just for the love one of, of the things game.
3: It comes with the nature.
0: It, that's your. It should be your website for the love of the oh, will be on my
3: trading card for the love of the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's a good one. So, <laughs> I like that, Mark. Oh, yeah. What about your most dangerous? You're thinking about it. I know you are.
1: I haven't really had a dangerous thing. Everything's been pretty non. You know, non eventful.
0: Well, I almost. I killed... mean, oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Ahead. Let me... Go ahead. You go ahead. I, I bought two Miss Pac
1: Man games recently, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I was in. I don't remember which part of Texas, but all of the blood sucking mosquitoes must have been in full <laughs> season. And I swear to God, I was being bit like every five seconds by something somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, and they were like coming into my face. And uh, I was like, the guy keeps wanting to talk. Like, oh, yeah, pick these up and blah, blah, blah. And there was a bar and blah, blah. And, and then, you know, and uh, I got some straw. And I'm like, I got to go, dude. I cannot talk to you. <laughs> this, is, this has to end. Because I was being eaten by mosquitoes. And I swear, I put one strap on the games after I put them on the trailer and I left. I was like, that's good enough. One strap. Let's go. And I did not stop for an hour. I was like, we have to not be in anywhere near this place. This is the worst.
0: Um, that's a question from, wait a minute. Okay. So here's mine really quick. And then, Brian, you got to do yours. Uh, what's that game? Uh, what's that game? Go ahead, Brian.
2: You dears. So I was actually clearing stuff out of my dad's basement, and he has a it's kind of a walkout basement with these outdoor stairs. And I was bringing a Z back up these kind of like long stairs of like two foot, you know, it's like up a step, roll two feet, up a stair. and i I slipped, and the Z back just came down on me and pinned me against this concrete staircase. And I'm sitting there. <clears throat> my dad's out of town. Susan doesn't know I'm cleaning out the basement nobody's in my dad's neighborhood and i'm underneath the z-back between like a house and a fence trying to figure out how to get this thing off of me without like rolling it yeah i was willing to roll it but there was nowhere to roll it it was was just a disaster and those things are freaking heavy Mm. all while you were getting ate by mosquitoes right well i actually (laughs) didn't have any mosquitoes coming after me on that one but it was I mean, you're literally sitting there like, okay, if I roll this into the house, I've got like a foot. I'm like, nope, it's not going that way. It's not going that way. And it's like, you know, so do I slide it down my body? Because I could not get up. I was pinned. It had a 27-inch monitor in it. That's sitting right on my chest. It was a good, it was an interesting day.
0: Wow. So mine was a stun runner. And I didn't know how to take it apart because they they come apart into two pieces pretty easily. There's like a few bolts inside and the whole top comes off and the monitors gone and then, anyway we tried to get into my house uh two of us and um i didn't i didn't almost die i just i just dropped the game and it slid down and almost killed my friend so okay was he on the bottom yeah he was on the bottom oh yeah I see yeah.
1: i've had that happen with but, uh the star wars but
0: yeah then it got wedged in the doorway saved his life so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry sorry buddy eric uh sorry Good work, Eric. Yeah. So, uh, a question in the chat uh, from Billy Seven. Question for Jen. For Jen, what was the how? And at what age did you go? What is the how?
2: Oh, it says when, when, and what age did you go from player to collector? Oh. And what was your first game?
0: That was a, that was a totally different question. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, it was it was weird actually. I think I was by. Let's see, my son was like three, so I was like 21, I guess. And um, I didn't, I really, I mean, I enjoyed games. My mom would take me to the bowling alley, and uh, there was a Bubbles, a Ms. Pac-Man, and a Capcom bowling at the bowling alley. And those were really the first three games I had an experience with. And so at about 21, um, I had a puppy, or I had a dog that had a litter of puppies, and I had my uh, husband advertised at work you know, buy these damn dogs. We don't need these puppies. And this one guy wanted one. And he said, I don't have any money, but I can trade you an arcade game. And so my husband comes home and he's like, I know you're going to say no, but Hey, this guy has a Frogger cocktail table. Would you trade him for a puppy? And I'm like, hell yeah, I love arcade games. So he came over, he showed me all about it. He showed me how to work on it and actually went to school for electronic engineering. And so I had a little bit of background on, on that there. So, um, So we get the game, and then he's like, "Yeah, there's auctions and stuff uh, around, you know, maybe 30 minutes from where I was living." He's like, "I'll take you guys to one." And there was one like two weeks later. So the next two games was a Miss Pac Man and then a Captain America and the Avengers. So we went from Frogger, Pac Man, Captain America, and then from there, like this was before Facebook. I mean, this is when so I mean that's like 20 20 something years ago. At this point now. I don't know. I'm not good at math. That might be 18. (laughs) So, um, so (laughs) my son's 19, maybe 16 years ago, 17 years ago now. Um, so, you know, it was more like Yahoo classifieds then. And then in the paper classified, so there was nothing like you couldn't go on marketplace and all that. So we found a lady not too far from us. And the next ones we bought was the evil Knievel pinball, um, a uh, centipede cabaret and the lady she had a new york new york Gottlieb's new york new york and every game game. that i bought from her was a hundred bucks right and at the time we just don't have a lot of room we're just getting into this i don't know a lot but i know enough and i ended up fixing it for her and i was like here you know i I fixed it for her and Mm -hmm. and to this day that haunts me that i could have could have owned a hundred dollar new york new york and But it all started with the Frogger cocktail table, 50, you know, 17 years ago is how I got into this craziness.
0: So, I love that, and I, I, love I never... <laughs> that. And that was the song, one of the songs in the in the show today, Froggy's Lament. <laughs> oh, kismet! Uh-huh. Actually, one of the one of the first games I ever played at Chuck E. Cheese was a uh, Frogger, and it was uh, halfway between Chuck E. Cheese and Widgets, which was a teen nightclub that they. Tacked on to Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, so I thought it was pretty cool that you could play a game where you could actually set your drink on it. I just love that.
3: Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I still love that. I have like, how many cocktail machines do you have? Me? Yeah. You?
3: Um, I got the frog. I have the Frogger cocktail. Sweet. Uh, I've got four or five Pac Man cocktails that were about the multi k because you know why not? Um. Oh. I think I, well, I know, but they all came in in various states of disarray and brokenness. They weren't ever really any good. Um, so I, got, I just that's all I got. I think. Um, oh, no, um, oh, that's it. Yeah. So the Frogger cocktail and four or five Pac-Man cocktails in in my kitchen right now, actually. Sweet. All stacked on top of each other. <laughs> Have
0: you thought about putting a bit kit in all, any of those?
3: Uh, no.
0: Do you know what the bid kit is? <laughs>
3: I do, but okay. I have not. I, okay. I think BitKit doesn't. Isn't there a Nibbler version of the BitKit? Nibbler and. Uh, yep, it's in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nibble, actually, it
0: has about 32 games and it has funny. And it supports yeah. the entire Pac Man suite. To,
1: today, Thanksgiving, uh, actually, Crafty Mech announced four new games being released today. Oh! Do you want to hear what they are? Yes. They are Crush Roller. Awesome. Yep, uh, Triple Punch,
0: which kind of looks like an Amidar. Okay. Eek. Eek, that's fun. And The End. The End, oh yes. That game's hard.
1: It does seem to be... Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen that in like a proto- prototype-type co- tournament. I think Brian
0: has a The End somewhere. Does he? Yeah. But the right. big kid does support all the Pac-Mans, FYI. Yeah, basically every one. Yeah, including one that shall not be named that has legs. So... Uh, anybody damn has a
3: mousetrap that's the last game i'm on my list is to own is i had one i had a mousetrap and i sold it for 75 bucks when nobody wanted a damn mousetrap uh, and now these things are going for like 1200 bucks yep so if somebody can help me get a mousetrap back i would uh, be appreciative
0: yeah I
2: just picked one up
0: mark has one yep. i have one one of these kids is doing their own thing
2: hey no i got one too
0: I know, but Jen doesn't have one. Yeah, okay. Jen has one.
3: Well, if yeah. you can get me a Crystal's Castle, I can trade it for a mouse trap, so it's all the same.
0: Oh, ah. who's, who's willing <laughs> to give it up for Crystal's Castle?
3: It, it would be the uh, the guy that
0: I sold it to for oh. seventy five dollars. That so he'd trade it back to me if so I he get said, for a crystal. If you could find me a Crystal's Castle, I'll give it back to you.
1: That's probably easier to find. Ah, that's
0: good. <laughs> Uh, Andy Baldwin, the answer to your question, that which I will not repeat on the show, is yes. Wow. And it is a specific version. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, yeah, so we can talk offline. Okay. Uh, that's fun for people to guess what's being said on the show when they're just listening later on, which might happen in the near future someday. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, how many cocktails do you have?
1: Let's see. I have two centipedes. One that I restored, one that's not in too bad shape. I have um, Warlords that was so uh, converted, it was like a, a gambling game with a bunch of buttons that to fill in. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: that's a mess. Yeah,
1: Samantha found a Galaga for fifty bucks, <sighs> and so um, you know what? It has the high score saves kit bit kit. I, don't even, I didn't mean to say bit kit. The high score saves kit, kit which sucks actually for Galaga. Oh. It actually errors out, so I need to go get. The other guys high source the the other kit that somebody makes. Um, okay. I think Arcade Shop has their own. Okay. And then there's one other wine moon. It's not Moon Cresta, but it's a game like that. And I need to I need to do a cap kit on that. But um and, and they're actually now on each end of our sofa like they're the end table. Oh. On, on each side of the sofa. That's good. There's a, the the Galaga's on one side and that Moon Cresta game that I can't think of the name of is on the other one.
0: Sure. Sure. <laughs>
1: But uh, my goal, though, is to get every Atari cocktail that exists and uh, and then have them all
0: set up to bar bar height. (laughs) Here's a here's a fun fact for you. Yes. Uh, Asteroids Deluxe does not have a bar height. No, that's correct.
1: So it's just one level. And yeah, I think
0: I don't think all of them were uh, adjustable to bar height.
1: Oh, that's too bad. I went to Fastenal and I got like the sweet, um, you know, brand new uh, bolts that go into adjusting those things. Yeah. So, and I swear to God, Fastenal has every bolt that you thought that didn't, you know, oh, nobody makes this. Oh yeah, they make it.
0: Yeah. I just bought a bunch of stuff for them for my Williams stuff because they, you know, they have all the right sizes. So it's great. Brian, how, uh, how many cocktails do you have? Oh, my God. Maybe we should just have you list the five that you are... That you remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
2: okay. I've got Lazarian, Gapless, Galaga, Galaxian, Mispack, Pack. Uh, I've got a Deco, Burger Time. I've got uh, Warlords, uh. Thief, Food Fight, <laughs> uh, Joust, Temp- uh, Tempest, um, Track and Field, Shark, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Moonlander. Um, what else is in there? I've got a couple of Space Invaders. I've got. I um,
1: mean, Nintendo? Uh,
2: DK Jr. I've uh-huh. got the. Um, what's the Nintendo um, Space Invaders? Radar Scope? No, no, no. The, Space um, Demon? Yeah, I uh, know. Um, why am I. Hellfire? No. I, I, it'll come to me in a little bit. It's got like three different games you can select. Um, then uh, what else do I have? I've got Stratovox. Um, I'm missing a few.
0: What's the round one that's black and white? That's oh. the shark. Shark. I've got
2: hot. I've got Hot Rod. Um, I'm trying to think of what's sitting out in the garage right now. I've got. I think. I think I. Yeah, I have a centipede. I don't still have the Crystal Castles. I do think I get rid of that. Um, um. Food fight. We did say the food fight.
1: Do you have a Berserk or a Frenzy or any of those? I
2: don't, actually. Uh, Dave Anderson just sold uh, a a Berserk to, or Frenzy, the Frenzy or Berserk is one or the other, to somebody local here who I'm trying to bug and tell him he sold an upright, well, he sold them an upright and a cocktail, and I'm like, you know, you don't need both of them.
0: Brian, the only host on the show that spends over two thousand each episode. So,
2: (laughs) I did. You know, I haven't actually bought a cocktail in a well.
0: Uh All right, let me do mine and let's be done with the cocktails. I was like twenty (laughs) five.
2: Yeah, it's it's a problem. I like that. Like legitimately, I will admit that's a problem.
0: I've got a gapless, a crazy climber, a super Pac Man. A journey. Uh, I've got a another bally that's in pieces that I don't know what it is. I forgot. It's at Brian's shop. <laughs> and then I've got uh, Warlords, uh, Atari Football, Tapper, Robotron, and I think that's it. Wow. Oh yeah, and Asteroid's Deluxe So right. And Warlords at Bar Height, which is just awesome. And Brian's Food Fight and Warlords are at bar height too. Definitely
2: the way to go with those two. I you know the food fight cocktails actually I mean the artwork on the upright is awesome, but uh, the cocktail's been a
0: lot of fun. Yeah, it's just great. So that's cool. All right. So we talked about that. All right, now next question. Mm. Next question is oh, uh,
2: oh Oh, I forgot the beastie feastie cocktail. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes. Which is actually that's a weird a, one.
0: Yeah, that's actually a legit conversion from a Pac Man, though, right? Isn't it?
2: Yeah, but it's like got all the artwork and all the. I mean, it's yeah. like a legitimate conversion. There's a couple I'm
1: forgetting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Murky says there's only two cocktails worth owning Warlords and Demolition Derby. That's it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But what about Track and Field? A four-player? Oh, that's a good one. That'd be fun. I- Oh, yeah. over at Brian's John's
3: warehouse, there's a four-player eliminator.
0: That's good Coca. cocktail too. Brian has a uh, Atari baseball. I do have an Atari baseball. <laughs> God,
2: I have to read. Oh wait, and I have the slam dunk too.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That's new. Yeah, yeah, you've got a few. <laughs> you can put them, You can
1: have like a giant circle of these
0: things. I'm telling you, he needs to open an arcade and call it the Cocktail Lounge. Just that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Serve craft cocktails on cocktail machines that would be f- phenomenal uh, freaking phenomenal fre- you know fre- freaking phenomenal that's freaking what, that's what phenomenal. i was gonna say uh, so we have only, only have a couple minutes left so what i'd like to do is uh, since this is the thanksgiving episode and and actually the reason i reached out to Jenna is because she had something really nice to say uh about the hobby today and and uh and about all the people that are involved in it so I'd like everybody to just say what they're thankful for starting with Brian
1: <laughs>
0: oh man on the spot
2: Um, you know I, I, I will say that uh, I think uh, this hobby has really uh, introduced me to a lot of amazing people and while we're all kind of looking for the same games and we are all seem to be going after some of the same prizes some of the generosity of uh, people in the community and kind of helping me find some of the things I've always wanted to be able to play, bring into my house, has been fascinating. But even beyond that, uh, I've met some people I truly consider friends. And its uh, I'm really thankful to have that. Uh, you know, it starts out as a connection about games, but then we you know, connect on a lot of different levels, have some conversations, and I've really been able to uh, have some long-lasting friendships to this hobby. So I'm thankful for that.
1: Cool. Mark? Uh, Well, let's see. I'm thankful for puppies and uh, arcade game purists. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Facebook groups and trailers and truck breads. Did I say beds? That's what I meant. Breads.
0: Yeah. Yes. Truck
1: bread. It's really good, especially (laughs) if you have the the mother loaf. (laughs) Not everybody knows what that is. Anyway, uh, I'm thankful. Oh, my wife's calling. Mute. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, my wife.
0: Yeah, sure. I like my wife. Uh, She's nice. You're welcome uh, to her.
1: I- I'm thankful for Atari System One games that I don't have yet that I want. <laughs> uh, Williams Rose, which are like, you know, right here. Um, and Adam Bryan, and and even you,
0: Jen. I'm thankful for you guys Aww. for making this day extra special. Wow. I'm thankful for this show. Thank for you guys being my co-hosts and I have fun doing the show, but I also thank you for all the chatters who listen uh, and are faithful to the show and, and subscribe to us and all that crap that you're supposed to say. Uh, I I just, um, but I'm more thankful for like uh, the camaraderie. Uh, I love going to the cons. I love talking to people about this stuff. Um, And I appreciate all the help that i've gotten through the years from people the stuff i've learned is so cool like i love being able to look at a game and know why it's not working um and if i don't asking brian first and then asking mark and then going where am i going to get help (laughs) and sending my boards off when i can't figure it out myself but um you know the the it's been a great hobby for me like a the woodworking and the application and the repairing of monitors is all very rewarding. And the best reward is, I'm, that I'm most thankful for is my, when my home arcade is open to guests and they get to come and play and see what it's like to uh, kind of feel what a real arcade was like back in the day. So I enjoy all that sort of thing. Uh, and we'll finish up with you, Jen, since you are our guest. Uh, why don't you hit us with your best shot?
3: Uh, basically I'll reiterate what I said on Facebook is, I mean, I'm thankful enough to be able to have the opportunity and the flexibility to, to drop what I'm doing and be able to just fly out anywhere and get these game deals and free these games to bring them out of captivity back into the light and into the hands of collectors. Um, uh, thankful I'm, you know, have the the skills to be able to, to be on one of the best restore teams and have Jonathan Taylor employ me and work with Brian and hamster and, all them to to make these games work again um you know i'm happy i've been able to sell parts and supply people with things that they need to fix their games for 15 years and just you know have that personality to where people you know either you like me or you don't and the haters actually give me more motivation to do this better and and more often because you know i mean people that'll hate on me will actually go around to their friends and have the, that same person buy something from me the next day. So I just think it's actually hilarious that, you know, as, even if you hate on me, I, I, you're, I'm still helping you out in the long run by fixing these games. Everybody should just work together. I mean, it's just, it's it's a great hobby to be in. And, you know, I mean, there's some deals that people want, but if everybody works together, it's, it's for one ultimate goal. So just, I'm just, you know, thankful to be able to be a part of it and be able to to help preserve, you know, the arcade history longer. So
0: yeah, it's that's good. That we're all in it for the same reasons, I think. I, and I want to thank you personally because I bought a few things from you over the years, and it's you've always given us more than fair deals on the stuff that you find. So I try appreciate it. I like your ad hoc auctions over the last year too. Those are kind of fun. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I'm th- Yeah, thanks for having me on the show tonight too. For yeah, one. yeah,
0: absolutely. Has everybody done thanking yeah. everyone? Says I'm I'm done thanking everyone. I just want you to know. Next week I'd like I'm going to gonna thank be... myself. Okay, yeah. I thank. Yeah, do it. No, I I'm heard not. if you thank yourself, though, you could go blind. That's just what I heard. Uh, Billy oh, Mitchell. Billy
3: Mitchell has enough ego for all of us. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh, we're, we're, I'm trying to get him on the show. I think he should be on the show. I think it'd be fun.
3: I have his phone number, but he lost his phone. So let me see what I can do for
0: you. He lost. His...
3: I have his phone number too. He lost his phone at Free Play. Did he really, well, no, get no, he seemed. I have his wife's number too. We'll we'll call him up. We'll get him on here.
0: Yeah,
1: you should have him great. get in touch with Brian. Brian's a phone finder.
3: Get in touch with Neil, his his personal assistant. <laughs>
0: well, I've got Sean's Neil's number. I've got Sean's number too. So we'll we'll get him on. It'll be fun. All right. Well, uh, you, <laughs> you you guys know that this is the part of the show where we gotta sign off.
1: All right. let's take your pants off here
0: we go that's what I like I like just you know to say this is the part of the show where you know cause that yeah then it just warns people that it's coming right maybe we, we should play a different song let's play this let's play this one instead yeah okay this is a new one well it's a we've only played it like once or twice all right. Mark, why don't you kick us off? Let's, I'll do yours and you do mine.
1: Sure thing as I Pull up figure the... out where I put the sheet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it. All right. All right. Thanks again for listening in. This has been the Double R's. That's the Arcade Radio.
2: Like us at Facebook. That's Arcade Radio. Or check us out on our semi-regularly uploaded blog at arcaderadio.com that's r c a d e r a d i o.com
1: call and leave qu- comments and questions on the game line 612-548 game or 4263 if you can't spell
2: <laughs> subscribe to the no- subscribe to our youtube channel just click on the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live and everybody should be liking this
1: <laughs> you can also right. subscribe to our podcast on anchor fm
0: itunes google play music
1: or wherever podcasts are found
0: that's right it's gonna be it for the show from our arcade radio team we hope you had a great time and we'll see you on the next episode episode five stick around jen we'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, high five you we'll, we'll high five you the after the show Like, boys don't cry weird. My name is Ted. Hello, Ted. I like your talks.
1: (laughs) Sounds like the end of a training video.
0: Lotus 1, 2, 3.